Case Keenum's a top ten backup quarterback in the league. End of story. That's what he is. I mean, he can't. He's not sustainable as a as a starting quarterback in the league. We've seen this before. He had that Vikings game, the the, the miracle at the Metrodome, whatever, and then laid a complete egg in Philly the next weekend in the NFC Championship game. And that that seems like decades ago. Um, so listen, I mean, we saw what he did with the Browns. I mean, him and Baker Mayfield. There was a distinction there that people really couldn't tell because there wasn't. Um, we'll get to Baker later, I'm sure. But Case is fine. He's a he's a, he's a fine top 10 quarterback but to say like he's a top 32 should deserve to start this league i completely disagree with that i mean that's just the proof's in the pudding speaking quarterback speaking of baker personally on my list i have case keenum one spot ahead of baker mayfield i think case keenum is a better quarterback than baker mayfield Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the few in attendance and the thousands listening around the world, let's get ready to gamble. My name is Tony Cavallo. As always, I'm joined by Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer, Crickson. We are the West Coast Gamblers, the only gambling show that makes you money, and a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. And today is quarterbacks 40 through 33, the top backups in the NFL, the continuation of our 2022 QB rankings. We do this every year. This is the sixth year we've done it. Uh, already done, already in the can, is 62 through 41, the worst quarterbacks in the league. Today we're talking about the top backups before we dive into the starters next week, and then finally the top 10, the most important top 10. But to recap what we've done so far very quickly, the Nathan Peterman Award winner, 62 overall, was Jake Fromm. Ian Book, 61. Tim Boyle at 60. Sean Mannion at 59. Brandon Allen at 58. All these guys stink. Shea for the Sharp led Mike Glennon to the 57th spot. Garrett Gilbert was 56. Joe Flacco still in the league, 55th. Mason Rudolph, Pittsburgh steal his problem at 54. My man, P.J. Walker, 53. Nick Mullins, 52. And then Jordan Love. Uh, shed a tear for Jordan Love at 51 overall. Dangles carried Josh Johnson on his back to the 50th spot. Drew Locke is 49. Nick Foles is 48. Cam Newton, 47. 46 is El Norte Blanco. 45, Trevor Simeon. 44, clap your hands for Geno Smith. It's not delivery, it's to Geno. 43, Sam Darnold, my man. You're not a good quarterback. 42, Jacoby Brissett. And 41 was Colt McCoy. Number 40. We each list these quarterbacks, 1 through 62, individually, and then we combine these rankings to find the final West Coast Gambler QB rankings. He means he does. No, no, we all all list them individually, (laughs) and then I combine them mathematically. You can do the math. And number 40 on our individual rankings, I had this man 32nd overall, a.k.a. the last starter in the league. I believe this man deserves to at least have a chance to be a starter in the NFL. He has never been on these rankings before. I had him 32nd overall. The reason he falls to 40th is because Dangles had him 17 spots behind me at 49th overall. He comes in on this list as the first of the top-tier backups, Mr. Cooper Rush of the Dallas wow, Dangles. Cowboys. Listen. I didn't realize you guys were listen, so I, I, th- I came into this thinking I was going to have to defend how good he was. I thought Cooper Rush was not only good, I thought he was great in the role that he had to play. Yes, was he throwing to the three best wide receivers in the league? Most likely. He has great offensive line, great running backs. But in that game, 
he showed up. He didn't just make sure the ship was sailing straight. He actually performed admirably in that game. He was performing to the level that you expect out of a Dallas Cowboys quarterback. I thought Cooper Rush amazed me in that game. That's why I have him 32nd overall, because I believe he deserves a starting job over guys like, you know, uh, 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 the Andy Dalton, Tyrod Taylors of the world who get starting jobs in places like Houston. I don't see why Cooper Rush shouldn't be that guy. He performed unbelievably in that one game with Dallas. He comes in 40th on this list because of that huge difference. Shafer the Sharp, you had him 38th, is right around where you had him, so you believe he's a top-tier backup. But do you believe he has a chance to be a starter at one point in his NFL career? Well, Tony, I want to refer to what we talked about last episode with Jordan Love and his moment, right, on Sunday Night Football. Cooper Rush had this same moment, and he excelled in it. Yes. He took adv- he took advantage of it, and he excelled in it. He was yes. fantastic in that game. And not only was, was his play fantastic, his leadership. You saw Dak being fired up on the sidelines. It looked like his team really ra- rallied around him. And I did some little research. He's a Michigan boy. Uh, he's bred here. Oh, well, that makes him Went great. to Central. Yeah, no, but like, he, listen, he's from Charlotte, Michigan. He went to Central. 28 years old, a little bit of a journeyman. But I think he's an excellent, excellent quarterback. If I'm the Cowboys, uh, I'm definitely spending a little bit of salary cap on him to secure him as my backup quarterback. Now, if he gets an opportunity to start is another question, Tony. As, as you know, some of the stuff... You know, some some players literally will never get their opportunity. Yeah. Cooper Rush isn't some guy that you you spend money on in a free no. agent contract. No. Cooper Rush isn't a guy that you trade for necessarily, right? Um, but I'm with you, Tony. I was very impressed with him. I don't have him as a top 32 guy, but I would definitely list him where I have him. Top five, top eight backup quarterback. Absolutely very impressed with his only start. Dangles, he barely made the top eight backup list because you had him 49th overall. Cooper Rush, why do you hate the man? Did he, did he hate, like make hate, fun of you when you were in the, high school? What's going, are, yes. you, are you a Wisconsin basketball fan? You mad that Juwan Howard mushed the Wisconsin coach? What's wrong? I guess I'm just um, I'm not willing to crown a guy the 30, like a, worth a starting job after one good start where he won by four points. Uh, yeah, on national television, but like good seven point dogs. Good, good for. I, I don't give a rat's ass. And all that matters is how many he actually won by, which was four points. And yeah, he was throwing to the best receivers in the NFL with one of the best offensive lines in the NFL and two of the best running backs in the NFL. So yeah, of course he was he was primed to, to be in good position. But guys, that was his first career start ever. Yeah. Ever. He, was like, he was awesome. Ever. Then you'd rather have you'd so you'd rather have him than a guy like I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna like sit here and fight for Andy Dalton, but this dude's like made the playoffs before. Like he's led I'd teams. Have Andy he's led. Well, I, re- I guess absolutely. I'm just not ready to crown this guy after seeing one. I thought I literally came in here and I like because he was good. He was fourth in DVOA on football's uh, football outsiders. He was, he was backups you, you tier. Keep they, saying the, good. He was awesome in that he, one. Okay, start. that was Very one good. game, guys. It was yeah, one game. That's all he Let's got. Wait and, and see. I, as that is Bruce all he said. got, and and let's see. I, I, but I, that's all I have to go on. That's all I have to go on. Maybe he is great. I don't know because I said this about Patrick Mahomes a couple of years ago. I was like, it's one year. Let's see what we have. I wasn't going to bring that up. Well, no, but I mean, I, look, I'm willing to admit when I, you know, I remember these things that I say because I, you know, I still believe them. I'm uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes turned out to be great. Like a lot of people thought he would. Cooper Rush is light years from being Patrick Mahomes. Now, ever, in the future, in the past, in a past lifetime, there's just no, it's not even close. Cooper Rush had a great outing, but he had one really good outing with a very, very good team around him, and I guess I'm just not willing to say, yes, he is deserving of a starting job 
after one when I know I'm going to get crushed for saying that like other guys who had more opportunities and performed worse still deserve starting jobs. No. You're wrong because Tony Cavallo, the Hollywood flag football legend, would have at least scored two touchdowns behind that Dallas Cowboys offense that day. Cooper Rush excelled. He did better than anyone expected him to. And I I think that one performance alone deserves him at least a shot. I think he's 32nd. He comes in 40th on this list because, again, all three of us combine on this. 39, a man you just mentioned. He's a man that had been on this list every single year. He was 17th the first year we did it. He has been in the 30s now three straight years. 35th last year, fell to 39th this year. Uh, Dangle, uh, Drew and I had him out of uh, this this backup ranking. Uh, Dangles, you had him 34th overall, but 39th, I think, is a solid spot for Andy Dalton. Yeah. Somehow better than Coopy Rush. I don't think he deserves to be better than Cooper Rush, but he comes in 39th. Shape of the Sharp does not like this. Dude, it, what, are we t- what are we talking about? Andy Dalton? Like, like our friend Chris Dell like, said it best. Like, he, he watched the tape and didn't give Dalton – he gave Dalton too much credit before he rewatched the tape. I mean – He's not th- good. I mean, again, you – you can say, like, oh, it's the Bears, it's Nagy, whatever. Come on, dude. What are we talking about? Andy fucking Dalton? No chance. I mean, this guy, again, it, he, he's, the, he's like a Chad. He's basically like a Chad Henney now. Like, he could be the Chad Henney role of, like, a stud top five quarterback. Like, he could be the backup for the Bills and never play. I'm sure he'd be fine in that role. You know, hold a clipboard and just, like, I'm, I'm sure he seems like a very cerebral, smart guy. Not a good quarterback and not worthy of a top 10 backup, in my opinion. Chad Henney was 33rd on our list last year, by the way. But 39th is Andy Dalton. Tyrod Taylor comes in at 38th overall. I had him 34th. I had him a little bit above this. Dangles, you have him off the list altogether. 45th overall for T-Mobile. You think T-Mobile doesn't deserve to be one of the top eight backups in the league? No, I mean, I do feel bad for the guy. I will say that. Like yeah, He's just seriously. had bad break after bad break and and you know, I, I like, you know, the punctured lung in, in, in Los Angeles here with the chargers. And then, I mean, you know, and let's, let's, you know, let's give credit where credit is due. This dude played a game and a half of excellent football at the start of the season. They came out and beat, two the, bets. beat the Jaguars, won, yeah, won you yep. a couple of bets when you bet on the uh, Texans to cover. But then if you really look at his season, though, if you really look at his season after those, those six quarters that he played really, really well, he was bad like actively bad. In his first game back from the injury, he threw three picks in a 17-9 loss to Miami. The game after that, he ran for two touchdowns but passed for just 107 on the way to a big win at the time, 22-13 over Tennessee. Let's give him credit there. But then he loses in the to the Jets in a game where the Jets produced 266 yards of offense. He was, uh, let's see, among football uh, outsiders' backups, the passers that threw 10 to 99, 199 passes, which, again, is a, there's a wide amount of variance in these guys. Um, but he had a lot of opportunities. And among those guys, um, he was fourth worst in defensive yards above replacement. Only Glennon, Jake Fromm, and uh, Cam Newton were worse than him. Sixth worst, <laughs> sixth worst in yards above replacement. Those three guys plus Ian Book and Tim Boyle now, were all now, worse than him. So you just, I don't you know. just mentioned I mean, Cam Newton dangles, and you had Cam Newton one spot ahead of Tyrod Taylor. You're trying to tell me you would go with Cam Newton over Tyrod Taylor if you have to win a game tomorrow and had to choose between the two of them? Mm, I, I don't even I'm think it's might. close. I'm I don't might. even think it's close. Drew, I'm going with Tyrod bad. Taylor. They're both bad. 100%. I mean, Tyrod. At least I know Cam finishes the game. Tyrod Taylor probably exits in the second quarter with a sprained ankle. So I mean, (laughs) I'm probably going to jump in here. Cam will finish that game down 17, running back quarterback (laughs) sweeps on third and 11 on his own fucking 17. At least he finishes the game. Good job, Cam. 
Yeah, good job. Way to finish, bud. Um, Tyrod, I mean, the Texans starting quarterback that got uprooted by none other than Davis Mills. Um, Because Davis Mills was better. Dangle says he was. Oh, clearly he's better than Tyrod Taylor. Um, But again, Tyrod, I think he's destined for the clipboard and a spot start here and there. He's kind of like, let's do a player comp. He's kind of like the new Chase Daniel. You know, without Oof. all the crazy payment. Uh, number 37 on this list has also been on this list every year we've done it. The lowest he's ever been was 37 the first time we did this list, and he was 23rd, his highest ever last year. He falls to 37 because, as we said last episode, 19 spots of difference was the highest difference we had with Josh Johnson when Dangle thought Josh Johnson was the best quarterback in the league. This year, this uh, this episode, Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> comes in at 37 because uh, Drew has him as the 29th overall quarterback, a.k.a. a bottom-tier starter. And Dangles has yeah. him 48th in the league, a.k.a. a USFL quarterback. Dangles. Hold on, time out, time out. Uh, He comes in. I'm happy to discuss this with you, Shaver the Sharp. He comes in 37th overall after playing about two quarters before the old man broke his hip. He very well may never play in the NFL again, but Dangles has him 48th. Shaver the Sharp believes he's still a starter. Shaver the Sharp, I'll let you go first because I kind of side with Dangles here. Guys, he was literally on all the people quarterbacks list last year. Uh, he, Fitzpatrick's was way like we, we undervalued him so much compared to the people that get paid to do this. Right. He, he was in people's top 20 based on his numbers, blah, blah, blah. He played two quarters for the Washington football team and was hurt. I put him at 29 just because I was like, well, I mean, he, he, I don't think you should lose your opportunity to start in the NFL where you don't play a whole year. He didn't play. I mean, he literally got he got hurt in the first two quarters. Now, we know Ryan Fitzpatrick's story, kind of a journeyman, played for a bunch of different teams, great backup. Is he a starter? I mean, I think I don't think he should de- – he doesn't deserve to not be a starter because he didn't play. So that's why my ranking is. I, I will say looking at this list right now in real time, like I'm pretty confident on this ranking. I am. Like I think I think he is a top 30 caliber quarterback in the NFL today. I'll say that. Dangles, I mean, Dangles, you have, you have him 48. 78th? I, I mean, I just, it's kind of like, you know, what could have been, right? Like, I, I, I just, I don't. Yeah, exactly. You don't know. So how do you rate him 48? I don't know, except here's what I do know. Here's what I do know. I know how Ryan Fitzpatrick plays in every single opportunity he's ever had in his career. I know exactly what he does every time. He's just good enough to be great and fun and wear cool stuff in his post-game interviews until he starts throwing four interceptions a game and he gets benched halfway through and then the backup comes in. It's the same thing. It's the same thing over and over and over again. We've seen it every single place that he's gone. It is too bad that he didn't get an opportunity to prove himself with the Washington, whatever the fuck they're called. I'm sorry. Like, it's a bummer. I like the guy. He's a great figure for the NFL, like Harvard grad. He literally, he's not a journeyman. He's next to the definition in the fucking Merriam-Webster dictionary. He is the journeyman, like, of all journeymen. But he is not a starter in this league anymore. He is old. He throws a lot of interceptions. And you know exactly what you're going to get, and that is a couple of weeks of bliss, linsanity-like bliss, until he dissolves and and disappears. So I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. I can't wait for his broadcast career. Um, But I just I don't think he is a starter in this league. Dangles bringing out the flamethrower. The the football team literally – 
was skipping with rainbows and butterflies about that offseason defense, the darling unit of any unit that was talked about in this offseason. The, the the Washington football team's defense will be a great and how unit. Would they, and, they how brought, would they, and how would it have helped they, they them if they Fitz, actually played this year? They brought Fitzpatrick in specifically to be the starting quarterback of that team. They thought they had a playoff caliber defense. They want Fitzpatrick to lead that team in kind of a game manager, you know, style. And I believe there is reason for that. I really do. So I don't think you should lose your starting reputation. It's not like I have him top 15, but you know, I mean, 29, 32, I do. I, 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 I do think he needs an opportunity to start this league one more time. He ends up on the 37th on this list. Dangles. I just looked it up last year. You had Ryan Fitzpatrick individually as your 21st best quarterback. Six, uh, two quarters later, he is 48th on your list. Now, number makes th- perfect rational sense. Number 36, <laughs> number 36 overall boys. We've done it. We have done it. We have reached one of the five rookies who started last year. Number 36 overall, we have nine points difference on this list. I had this man 42nd. I don't believe he did enough to be considered a top eight backup. Schaefer the Sharp had him just one spot out of a starting quarterback. Trey Lance is our 36 overall quarterback. Dangles, break the tie here. You were kind of right here with your 35th overall ranking. I, again, had Trey Lance as 42nd. Schaefer the Sharp had him one spot away from being a starter. In my opinion, Trey Lance didn't show enough to be, I mean, again, who knows about the future? Uh, I'm talking about this year. He could very well in the future be a starter. He could be a productive guy. I don't believe he was worthy of the third overall pick by the San Francisco 49ers. There are five other rookies that we haven't talked about yet that I think would have I would have rather had at that third overall spot. Trey Lance comes in at 36. Dangles, what say you? You know, this list is challenging because I, in a way you have to look at it just through the lens of this year and what you already know about the quarterback and and not, you know, and we'll get to this I think later on especially as we get into the top 10 about, you know, how we look at this list as far as whether it's 5, 10 years down the road or right now or whatever it is. But you know, I think Trey Lance looking back at some of his highlights as I was doing, like he got better as games went on. He also made big, like explosive plays and he brings that potential to the 49ers, which is something that Jimmy Garoppolo does not and did not bring them. He, they, they don't have that at all. He can run well. He runs better than Jimmy G. I, I think Trey Lance is the style of quarterback. And yes, everybody talks about the fact that he only played 13 games in the, you know, one, a division of college football. And that's a a good point. And I think something that could be an issue for him, but I, I think they're, you know, it's all back to my point of like how you evaluate this with a gut with the younger guys. It's hard to still not let the future leak in. It, 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 it can alter the way that you're looking at it, I think. And it's hard for me to not see Trey Lance being successful in this style of offense and with as much of a, an offensive genius as I think Kyle Shanahan is. So I had him at 35th on my overall list, just ahead of Colt McCoy, just behind Andy Dalton. Um, I think he has potential. I think he showed out okay in the games that we saw from him this year, but he's still raw talent. He's got some molding that needs to be done. So we'll see what ha- we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I don't know that I put him right outside the starting tier of starters, but I mean, I only had him just three down. So I guess in a way I kind of did. Schaefer the Sharp still don't know what this guy's going to be in his NFL career, but after one season, again, you had him 33rd overall. Do you think San Francisco made a mistake with the third overall pick? It's such an open-ended question, Tony, as you know. I mean, you know, I mean, it's impossible to answer that right now. I will say he certainly doesn't look ready to take the, the, the reign of that offense um, based on what we saw this year, but obviously they drafted, they traded up for him, they mortgaged the future on him for a reason. Physical abilities, um, you know, through the roof. Um, and I guess I have him 
uh, number one backup quarterback in the league because of his potential. And these rookies are all, as we'll, as we'll talk about and discuss, they're all really hard to rate because they all essentially had very underwhelming seasons besides, uh, you know, the Mac Jones argument. So um, I do think, and I'm sure we'll talk about this plenty, I can't think of a better situation for Tom Brady to step in than a one-year San Francisco, the the, the, the team he grew up uh, rooting for as a child, his dad's favorite team, who obviously he's very close with, and say, I'll take Trey under my wing. He still has got the three years on that rookie contract and really sell off in the sense that I think that's a perfect situation for the 49ers. Now, if that's going to happen, who the hell knows? Um, and it'll be interesting to see if Lance is the starter next year because, as we know, Jimmy G will not be the starter. So yeah. that would seem it'd be Trey Lance, but I'm not so sure about that yet. Uh, potential through the roof. I can't say if they made a mistake. I think it's impossible for anyone to know. It's hard. Uh, the, compared to who else was there, I, I am firm in believing they made a mistake. Number 35 overall. It's time to get my arguing boots on. Number 35 overall. You two had this guy 40 and 41st. I had this guy 28th because I think Case Keenum wow, is okay. just at the bottom end of starting. In the oh NFL, <laughs> he comes in 35th on this list. High, but I like Case Keenum this year. I am interested a to hear what you have to say dangles. about this, Tony Squares. But I, I said, I said, I think it's a little high. But I let's see, let hear what Tony Squares has to say because I think Case Keenum performed admirably in what he was called to do this year. Don't you, Tony Squares? Uh, I I think if I was, I mean, again, this is not a guy you're going to pay money for. This is not a guy no. you're going to grab in free agency. But this is a guy that, to me, is better than a Tyrod Taylor, is better than some of the other guys who got handed, is better than a Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's better than the players that got handed starting jobs last year. I think Case Keenum can be a starter in this league. Is he going to take you to the playoffs? No. But I think if he's your backup, what you do you play football for? Set. Oh, no, 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 I understand. But when I, I don't have him 10th. I have him 28th. I think he deserves to be a starter in this league. I think he's the 28th best quarterback in this league. You guys have him not even in this episode. You have him 40th and 41st. I think Case Keenum deserves to be a starter. I trust Case Keenum, in my opinion. If I had to throw a guy out there, I trust Case Keenum. Cooper Rush, we talked about earlier. I have him 32nd. I'd love to have Cooper Rush. I'd rather have Case Keenum. But I, I, clearly, I'm alone on that as you guys have him in the 40s. Schaefer? Case Keenum's a top 10 backup quarterback in the league. End of story. That's what he is. I mean, he can't, he's not sustainable as a, as a starting quarterback in the league. We've seen this before. He had that Vikings game, the, the, the miracle at the Metrodome, or whatever, and then laid a complete egg in Philly the next weekend in the NFC Championship game. And that, that seems like decades ago. Um, so, listen, I mean, we saw what he did with the Browns. I mean, him and Baker Mayfield, there was a distinction there that people really couldn't tell because there wasn't. Um, we'll get to Baker later, I'm sure. But Case is fine. He's a, he's a, he's a fine top 10 quarterback. But to say, like, he's a top 32, should deserve to start in this league, I completely disagree with that. I mean, that's just the proof's in the pudding. Speaking, I thought Speaking I was, of I thought Baker, I was... personally on my list, I have Case Keenum one spot ahead of Baker Mayfield. I, I think thought, Case Keenum's a better I quarterback I ranked than Baker him Mayfield. Pretty, it's interesting. I, I kind of, I honestly, when I made looking at this, I thought I ranked him pretty fairly. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I had one spot behind you, for the Sharp. Like, you know, and maybe, I, if yeah. anything, I think I undervalued, undervalued him because I find myself agreeing with you generally, Tony. I thought he played really well, and and I, I think you, I personally think you ranked him a little high, but the general argument that you're making that he's better than a lot of other options you're going to find, I 100% agree with. Number 34 on this list was the last starter on last year's list. He was 32nd. This year, we all rank him pretty much the same 
34th overall, and it's the New Orleans Saints. Listen, we haven't talked a lot about Sean Payton deciding to leave New Orleans and go off and to be the John Gruden Monday Night Football voice or wherever he's going to land in an announcing booth before he takes the Dallas Cowboys job once McCarthy gets fired. But uh, I'm pretty sure he left knowing that he gave Taysom Hill a $70 million contract. 34th overall for Taysom Hill. And I think it might be a little bit too high. I don't think Taysom Hill is one of the top uh, eight backups in the league, but we all had him ranked here. So obviously we all think similarly to him. My question is, do you think Taysom Hill can ever crack the top 32? I don't think he can. No. Probably not. No, Taysom Taysom was what Tim Tebow should have been, right? Taysom is literally what Tebow should have been out of college. I mean, that, that, that is Tim Tebow in the flesh in the form of Taysom Hill. I think he's a good wrinkle. I absolutely think that on third and fourth and short, you can throw him back in that shotgun, and he will pick up that first down more times than not. I think he'll make a couple good throws. But, again, he's not – I mean – like I did my rankings based on, okay, who would I want? Obviously top 32 starters, but then that next, you know, 33 through 42, these top 10 backups. And I think Taysom Hill is Cam Newton on steroids at this point. He's just a good wrinkle. You know, he's, I trust him with the football. I think he's a, he's athletic enough to make some plays. Um, but no, as far as the starting quarterback, no, he, he, he cannot be that. And he won't be that. There's never any love for the, like the role player in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like I, not as not, a quarterback there's no quarterbacks can't be role players. Well, that's what I'm yeah. And, I, and yeah. I understand there's such a high level of performance that you expect at the quarterback position, but his skill set is so unique. I guess I'm kind of thinking like, you know, the value that he brings is what we saw with him when he when Sean Payton was there and with Drew Brees was there. When you have a pocket passer that who who can throw for 350 yards a game consistently, are you going to find that everywhere? No, but like as the wrinkle, as as you mentioned, as the starter, you know, I don't know so much, but like. You know, we saw him in that. I think we've they they've seen that perfect role, which is he can throw, and we bring him in as a running back or as a as a wide receiver on some plays, and he's the Swiss Army knife part of it. But like, you know, I mean, there's and there's there's value. I guess what I'm saying is there's value in the Matthew Slaters, in the Taysom Hills, in the I mean, Devin Hester was a return guy, and he's a fucking Hall of Famer now. He was not really a he's wide not under receiver, center though. He was like, Matthew Slater's not on shotgun in the less no, than two minutes. No, no, and there the it's different positions. But I guess what I'm saying is like these these guys all contribute to their team in, in big ways. Matthew Slater's been like a Pro Bowl 47 times. Matthew Slater and, plays 12 plays a game. If Maybe, Taysom Hill's but playing important, 12 plays a game plays. for me, okay, I'll take Taysom it's Hill. Not if Taysom Hill's going to play 50 plays a game, I don't want him on my team. It's not a direct equivalency. I'm not, I'm not making the argument he should be any higher. I guess I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's a role player, and that's okay, and the Saints are going to have to figure out something else at the quarterback position because he's not it for a season. You would, also never, no pay, you would also never pay Matthew that's Slater $70 million. You just wouldn't do it. Uh, uh, congratulations no. on your early retirement, my man. Um, number 33, the last guy we're going to talk about on this episode and another rookie to don this list. And he's exactly where I had him, number 33. I had him one spot away from being a, a starting quarterback because he didn't show enough to be a starter in this league. Dangles, you had him pretty low, 39th overall. Shape of the Sharp, you had him 27th overall. The man is Zach Wilson. 12 spots of difference after the first season in the NFL between Schaefer the Sharp and Dangles. Uh, Schaefer the Sharp, second overall pick. Do you think the Jets got their guy? Do you think there's a bright future? You have him 27th after year one. The sky can only go up. 
but I think that's a little yeah. bit high. I mean, he he deserves to be a starter in this league. He he played in a inept Jets team. I mean, an absolute inept Jets team, and he's got the most arm talent of any quarterback in the class. He obviously struggled. He was he was terrible statistically. Uh, he picked up he picked up a couple wins, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna write him off after one year. Like it's just, it's like just not it's the same thing with Lance. I mean, they drafted him two overall. He has the ability to make some throws again. Uh, numbers were pretty gross, but yes, they were. I'm trying to I'm trying to bank this on a little bit of upside here. His ceiling, I do think he has a very very high ceiling. If he has a similar year next year, of course he'll skyrocket uh, down in the rankings. Um, but plummet. I'm giving plummet him the doubt the here. You're looking for. Sorry, if he'll plummet if he has a similar year. If he does, if he does better, he will skyrocket up the <laughs> there rankings. There you go. Um, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna write this guy off after a horrible rookie year with a horrible team, um, based on again his ceiling. I just won't do it. Dangles, you had him 39th. Yeah, I mean, look, I didn't murder the guy, right? He's still in the top 10 backups in the league, but I really, I saw nothing from Zach Wilson this year that makes me think that he's the real deal. I feel like he actively hampered his team's winning ability in a number of games, especially early on in the season. He holds onto the ball too long. He was sacked the third most times in he, the NFL he does this do year. That, I sure. will put some of that blame on them losing Mikai Becton and the fact that their offensive line is really, really bad. So it's not, you know, <laughs> all on Zach. Well, what? They didn't lose Mackay Becton. Mackay Becton got benched for a guy named George Fant because Mackay Becton decided he, he, doesn't, hurt. He, doesn't, he doesn't want to study the playbook. I thought he got hurt. Who am I thinking of? He might have gotten Jets, hurt early, the but Jets he, got hurt. He, he, he lost, lost out. He lost out the uh, the starting job to the line uh, journeyman. Is still- the, the line is still the line is still bad. I mean, he did he did a better job of keeping the ball safe in the final part of the year. He didn't throw an interception in the last five games. And I mean, look, could he prove me wrong and get better? Absolutely, he could. But he showed a lack of ability this year to be accurate with his passes. And he also he didn't have the coaching drama that Trevor Lawrence did. He was by all accounts playing for a solid head coach uh, who people generally liked and have always liked and thought would be successful. Again, he only went one spot behind. Uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence and I think the end of the quarterback the first round quarterback being taken to ride the bench a couple years to learn the ropes before going in is mostly over Trey Lance notwithstanding if your quarterback gets taken in the top 10 you have the weight of the franchise on your shoulders I think it's fair to expect now in this game rookie quarterbacks who are thrown into a starting role to stake, take a step forward from their college days, to stop making the same mistakes that they did in college or otherwise develop or improve upon their game. And I want to I bring up a, a quick bit from a scouting report. Daniel Kelly used to be a Jets scout, and this was his scouting report of Zach Wilson. I watched every one of his throws, and this is, I'm quoting him, and runs in 2020, and I'm not seeing it or feeling it in terms of this guy's arm strength, touch, ball placement, or accuracy. Half of his throws look great, and half of them look receiver unfriendly. I put that in air quotes. That's how he wrote it. Or downright bad. Many passes were high or low and were either incomplete or he gave the receivers literally no chance to pick up additional yards. It literally and consistently was like watching two different quarterbacks throw. He will be an inner, and this is in bold, he will be an interception machine in the NFL. That to me sounds like a carbon copy of Zach Wilson's intro season. He was great in or he was terrible in the first half and then he got a little bit better in the end. And sure, there's the improvement I'm talking about. But like for the second overall pick, the kind of improvement that you want to see, I didn't see it there. So for me, Zach Wilson is the 39th quarterback. He comes in 33rd on this list. The last guy we're going to talk about today, he's the uh, fifth worst rookie on this list. And in my opinion, I know he was drafted second overall. He's the fifth worst rookie. 
that's another mistake by the Jets in an organization that makes many. But that's it for the show today. My name is Tony Cavallo for Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crooks, and Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio. We are the West Coast Gamblers, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network, the only gambling show that makes you money. And the next time you'll hear us, we'll be going QBs 32 through 21, the bottom tier starters in the NFL. But for now, thank you for listening. Dub C to the G, West Coast Gamblers. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.